Welcome to Space Talks. This is a monthly podcast series where we interview some of the industry's thought leaders around a variety of topics pertaining to the business world. We will endeavor to tackle topics such as diversity and inclusion, recruitment strategies, industry trends, technology advancements, the startup and scale-up ecosystem, and the post-COVID world. Nutshell Asset Management is a London-based fund manager established in 2019. Nutshell's flagship single strategy, the Nutshell Growth Fund, invests globally in high-quality companies. The Growth Fund has consistently outperformed peers and indices. Their portfolio has been highly rated for its ESG characteristics by the independent data provider Morningstar, who have awarded the fund five globes, putting it in the top 2% of funds in its sector for its ESG credentials. And I think it'd be good to to talk a little bit about the kind of rate of return, because obviously there's a there's a really important side of, yes, we want to invest in companies who are caring for the environment and, and their wider surroundings. But are, are those companies as as lucrative to, to go and invest in? Yeah, it's, it's a funny one. So, you know, we've always had this this um, attention to ESG within our in our fund, as I've as I've said, but. You know that that's that's because we believe it's the right thing to do. You know, but but also, uh, you know, we've done quite a lot of research uh, uh, to to kind of find to get under the hood and work out if if that's you know right by our clients and right by by our investments. And you know, the the research that we've done so far, you know, seems to indicate that that generally companies with positive ESG uh, credentials tend to outperform. Um, companies with poor ESG scores uh, you know you only also need to kind of look at the share prices of of um, you know certain uh, certain companies though over the last kind of few years just to, to see whether that's true or not and and generally you know lots of companies within you know tobacco and and, and armaments haven't fared as well as as companies that are, are, are more um, you know ESG positive and and that's and that's great and that's as it should be um, and that kind of reflects investor appetite right we you know lots of people increasingly want to be invested in in companies that do good i think it's only been you know exaggerated and 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 affirmed by things like covid where we've all had a kind of long hard look at at the world and ourselves and what we want to do with our money um which is which is good uh i mean in terms of of fund flows i i um I looked up uh, kind of latest data from from the investment association that I that I, I mentioned, and you can really see investors like um, you know voting with their feet or voting with their wallets. Um, so uh, the latest uh, data that's available um, at the moment for uh, from the IA is uh, at November of last year's end. So as of November last year. Um, at that in that month, there were 2.4 billion GBP uh, fund sales in the UK, um, of which 1.9 billion were into responsible investments. So that's 80% of all flows into funds in the UK from retail investors are, are going into into you know responsible investments. That's a massive massive uh, uh, volume of, of of cash moving towards funds that have a have a positive ESG. Um, uh, outlook, which is which is fantastic, and actually, in terms of the overall amount of of AUM uh, in responsible investments, according to the IA now, um, eighty six billion uh, GBP is in uh, responsible funds uh, in the UK uh, from retail investors, 
which is still a kind of fraction of the overall. O overall, the UK has about 1.5 trillion uh, in funds. So, okay, a bit of a way so, so a bit of a way to go, only about five and a half percent in responsible funds at the moment. But that 86 billion as of November end uh, is up from 52 billion this time last year or November time last year in, in, in 2020. So, you know, that's a that's a huge increase, an increase of about 65 percent uh, in, in one year into into responsible investments. So, you know, the the, uh, the, the, the trajectory, the, the direction of travel is 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 kind of clear and, and obvious. So, you know, the, the moves into those sort of funds is is happening now. And, and that's that's wonderful to see. And how have you guys at Nutshell done specifically over the last few years in terms of your rate of return? I'm very glad you asked, Josh. Yeah, we've done <laughs> we've done really well. Um, last year, uh, 2021, we we returned 25.4 percent for our investors net in GBP. Um, according to the IA, again, most global funds are, on average were only up 18 percent. So that's a 40 plus per percent uh, relative outperformance. So we've done really well. Um, in the three years that we've had the strategy running, we've, we've returned, again, net in GBP, 77% for our investors, which on an annualized basis is, is 21%. So um, our returns have been really, really good. So um, that's, that's really kind of encouraging to see that the process being borne out in, in the performance. Great. And I think it might be, it may be less your area, but in terms of Kind of looking at, at companies moving forward and, and so kind of companies don't get left behind are there any particular trends that you're seeing from kind of say petrochemical companies like bp um what are those companies doing to ensure that they are still kind of getting active investment yeah i mean again it's it's a really interesting space and it's it's such a a kind of a complex space and such a kind of gray area as well in terms of how companies transition to this this uh, the world that we we've decided we, we we want you know that was that was kind of reasonably eloquently articulated um, at the, the most recent COP in in, in Glasgow and and will be uh, in Egypt again this year. I mean, you know, as I said, investors want good want to invest in good companies. Um, no longer is is it enough just to see a um, a healthy return from an investment. You want to know that that investment is a good company. Mm. Um, and and yeah, you know, we've seen kind of very public declarations from from companies like BP that you mentioned that, you know, they want to to invest more in renewables and and away from. Uh, away from oil and, and gas, which is which is um, you know fantastic. Uh, in terms of in terms of you know nutshell, look, we we as I've said, we, we're so bottom up. You know, we're we're just looking at um, we're really looking at the balance sheets of companies. We're really looking at at, at the um, at the, the true fundamentals of of a company and. You know, we like to think that we're building a portfolio reasonably agnostically. We we don't kind of have a view on on whether a company is going to be, um, you know, perfect uh, in six months time or a year's time. We like to invest in good companies now. That's really important to us. Um, yeah. But by and large, I would have thought that, you know, the 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 I suppose the weight of public opinion is such now that that most large companies, you know, can't but address um, these kind of ESG considerations and, and the reporting requirements that are going to come their way over the course of, of this year and, and beyond. So, you know, companies will have to disclose more. We will know more about them. 
and we'll be able to make better educated decisions on whether we want to be invested in them. And that's great. You know, the more, more kind of clean, coherent data we can get hold of is, is only a good thing. And it's interesting that you mentioned the Investment Association did a little bit of research beforehand and actually brand and reputation being the main driver around company investment now ahead of long-term returns as of 2020. Absolutely. It's, it's fantastic to see. It's, it's, it's really good to see. And I think it, it sort of speaks again of, of the, 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 I suppose the really large trend, kind of wealth transition that is, that is happening. It was beginning to happen now where, um, you know, baby boomers uh, who have traditionally been, you know, by far and away the, the largest kind of uh, group of investors, particularly in the UK, um, are, are no longer such a large percentage of, of investors as, you know, everyone below them uh, in age and, and generation is, is starting to invest more too. And, and again, that's partly because of, of things like COVID, you know, we've all been sitting on our hands and haven't been going on holiday and haven't been able to eat out and uh, haven't been buying loads uh, online in terms of outfits and things like that, because we can't go out. So yeah. by and large, lots of people are, not everyone, but lots of people are sitting on, on, on more cash in the bank than, than they were beforehand. Obviously, you know, not those of us who were furloughed and, and not those of us who are, who are rendered unemployed by, by the, um, the pandemic, but, but there are lots and lots of people who are sitting on more money um, who perhaps didn't used to invest. You know, they, they did go on uh, nice holidays. They did spend a lot uh, out of an evening on outfits and food and drink. And now those um, those those guys and girls are, are investing um, in funds and, and stocks uh, in a way that they weren't before. And and yeah, I mean, ask anyone probably under the age of forty now in the street whether whether they consider rate of return as the the only thing they look at uh, at an investment, or whether they also consider you know a company's um, you know ESG uh, footprint or. Uh, you know, any any kind of negative things that might have been associated with brand. And, and generally, yeah, people people want to, to support good companies. So so that's great. And I guess as we, we come towards a close, it'd be good to hear from you kind of where you see where you see the market going, where you see particular trends um, and things that you'd like to see more of in the future. Not that you've got it all in the palm of your hand, but it'd be nice to hear um, kind of where you'd look to see improvement over the coming years. Sure. I mean, so it, it, I can't stress enough how how important all of these um, reporting requirements are, are going to be over the over the coming years. You know, um, things like SFDR, the UNPRI, um, the the Race to Zero Initiative, um, all of these things, the, the reporting requirements that came with them um, are still relatively new, and and so we 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 don't really know how how big of an impact they will have but but they will have an impact um and and that that affects asset managers but it also um it's going to affect you know the companies that um asset managers buy so yeah i mean at, at the risk of repeating myself it's going to be super interesting to see how um how companies adjust and and you know the likes of CDP that's been been working for for years uh, to get companies to to disclose their their carbon footprint is is is, is kind of finally um, uh, come to come to fruition. So so we're going to see um, you know truly coherent, standardised, um, globally accepted uh, metrics along which companies will will. Um, 
you know, rate and rank exactly what it is they do from an ESG perspective. And that's, that's, that's a good thing. And, and, and frankly, again, it will make the lives of all investors, whether it's you and me buying individual shares or, or massive um, global asset managers like BlackRock, it's going to make all of our lives easier to be able to know that we're investing in good companies. So, you know, when Larry Fink um, of BlackRock is the largest asset manager in the world, says that, that BlackRock's going to take all of these steps towards, you know, a, a kind of a, a global suite of, of ESG minded funds, you know, that, that's only sweeping insofar as it sounds reasonably exciting, but, but actually, you know, the direction of travel is that, that all companies are going to be, you know, adhering to, to net zero by 2050 and many of them before then, um, hopefully most of them before then. And that's 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 good because, yeah, as I say, it'll, it'll make our lives uh, a lot easier. Alistair, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been uh, very interesting to, to talk about the area of ESG, particularly exciting area at the moment um, and all the best in the future for you and Nutshell Asset Management. Thank you very much indeed, Josh. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thanks very much. Nutshell Asset Management is a London-based fund manager established in 2019. Nutshell's flagship single strategy, the Nutshell Growth Fund, invests globally in high-quality companies. The Growth Fund has consistently outperformed peers and indices. Their portfolio has been highly rated for its ESG characteristics by the independent data provider Morningstar, who have awarded the fund five globes, putting it in the top 2% of funds in its sector for its ESG credentials. Thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Please also make sure to follow Space Executive, the multinational recruitment business on LinkedIn or Twitter at Space Executive.